Hello and Guru Fateh. Welcome back to the SickCast. My name is Manpreet Singh. Thanks for being with us. We are here doing the Shabbat of the week again. Uh, today's Shabbat is titled, Perfect Guru Instilled All Pervasives Nam. Without Nam, life is pointless. And with me, once again, I have Inikar. Inikar, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Guru Fateh to you and to your listeners too. Manpreet, it's good to be with you again. Yes, always, always. Same here. And this week's Shabbat is by Guru Ram Das Sahib. Um, so please, yes, take it away. So um, this week's Shabbat is by, uh, like you had said, by Guru Ram Das Sahib in Jag Jetsri. It is on page 696 of the Guru Granth Sahib, Ang 696. So I'll begin with the transcreation. When Guru's hand was placed on my forehead, all pervasives, jewel-like Nam, came to reside in my heart. Through Guru's gift of Nam, many lifetimes of evilest pain and death were removed. My mind recites Chama Divine's Nam, the source of all wealth. Perfect Guru instilled all pervasives Nam. Without Nam, life is pointless. Without Guru, the self-centered are foolish. Every day, remain trapped in illusion, never serving at the feet of goodness. Entire lives become worthless. Those serving at the feet base of goodness Guru become master's own and lives become fruitful. O Master of the Universe, all-pervasive, grace me to be the votary of the votary of your votaries. We are blind, wisdomless, and wise. How can we walk the path? O Guru, grant us, the blind ones, your hem, so Kamana Nanak may walk in harmony. We are blind, wisdomless, unwise. How can we walk the path? O Guru, grant us the blind ones your hem, so Kamana Nanak may walk in harmony. So you know, Manpreet, 90% of Shabbats are directed towards the mind. And this one is too. So the mind, oh my mind, you are so busy running after material things. You know, which are really short term. All that you're running after is short-term. Question, what is long-term? Long-term is when the mind, when you can focus your mind on the oneness, the ikyamkar, the divine. And when that mind is focused on that, then everything flows from that place. And the flow of all material things takes, goes from there, flows from there, but also flows from there is contentment, is a feeling of being well, because you are connected to the source, to the one, to the ikyunkar. So here we have the mind, which really doesn't know, is so busy running after short-term things. I want this, I want this, I want this. And we are totally forgetting that we really need to go after long-term. The one thing that will sustain us over and over again. 
So in this Shabbat, Guru Ramdas Sahib, the fourth Guru, reveals that when his Guru, Guru Amardas Sahib, placed his hand on his forehead, through that grace, through the grace of the Guru, Nam came to abide within his heart. This is his moment of Gurprasad. This happens even today, even this minute, with many of you know, who are in this practice. Because when Shabbat enters up, know that, that is Gurprasad. That is grace. When Shabbat becomes part of our life, when we begin to feel Shabbat within us, when the words begin to affect us, when our behavior changes because of Shabbat, that is Gurprasad. So what happens when this gift of Naam is received? Guru reveals that countless lifetimes of kilbik, kilbik is a Sanskrit word, and yes, we I know it's translated in many places as, as sin, pap, but it's more than that. This is the evil. Kilbik is evil. So the evil within us, the pain and the death that we are carrying, that one is carrying, everything gets removed. I want to pause here because it's a very, very powerful idea that the gift of Nam, that Nam does this. So keep in mind what was the prevailing thought during this time period that karma, that your debt, um, that this evil within us, this, this sin cannot be wiped out. And one must suffer the consequences in this life birth. So therefore we must you know, just go through the process. And here, Guru is completely shattering that idea. Completely. There's no. When Nam graces, when Nam enters you, there are no deaths left. There are no accounts to settle. There's no good. There's no bad. Nam wipes all that away. This is the power of Nam that is being revealed. This is, you know, we ask, why Nam? Why do you want Nam? And in the first line, it, Guru says, jewel-like Nam. He is jewel. Nam is the jewel. Nam is that uh, that we want to adorn ourselves with. Nam is our shinkhar. Nam is the one which will just take you from ordinary to extraordinary and wipe out everything. But then if you haven't felt, if you do not feel that there's a debt you owe or there, or you do not feel the pain or you do not feel that you're carrying something like this, you won't have that experience of this being uplifted, this freedom which you receive through the blessing of Nam. So now let's look at the Rahau line. And the Rahau line says, my mind, recite Nam. That is the source of all wealth. Here we are being told also. We are being, it's being revealed. It's being shared. What is the source of all wealth? It's Nam. Don't you want to go to the source? Then Pacha reveals that the perfect Guru has embedded this Nam within me. Not someone who's imperfect.
perfect. It's the perfect guru. Nam can only be, you know, the grace can only come from perfection. And in Sikh thought, guru is perfection. The Guru Granth Sahib is perfection, is the guru. And through there, we get the nam. And then it is without nam, life is pointless, is wasted. It's a thought, what is the purpose of your coming into this world? If you have not connected with the divinity within you, if the divinity within you has not con- connected with the outside divinity, if you have not experienced the oneness, if you have not lived in that consciousness, you have not experienced that vastness, what is the point of your coming into this world? Now I'll add here, the ones who've been blessed, who have received this gift of Nam, you know, they march to a different tune. Their lives change. And from time to time, if we are fortunate, and if they are in our um, surrounding, we get a glim- we get glimpses of this in their lives. So when I say Nam is real, it is very real. It's not an abstract concept. It is when Nam enters your life, your life changes. And when Nam enters the life of the people around you, you know they have changed. You see it in their actions. So it's not something which is out there. It's very much possible. It's very real. And then Guru reveals that the ones without Guru, ones who are self-centered, they really are quite foolish for they are trapped. They're trapped in these doubts and they are seeking the wealth that is temporary. Instead of attaching themselves to the source of all wealth, which is Nam. Yes, it is Nam. It is Guru that takes one from darkness to light. It is Guru that can make you experience what Nam is and give you that jewel to adorn yourself so that you radiate. Now let's look at what Guru reveals about the ones who serve Guru and becomes Gurus while their lives become fruitful and they no longer are orphans. They found their Nath. Nath is more than a master. Nath is more than even a lord. Nath is someone who who owns you. Um, and in this case, it is the divine that owns you. have that relationship of master-slave. And I don't want to use the word master-slave, but that is the closest. But it is, it is a loving relationship. It is that you feel you are owned by someone. In this case, the divine. This is an incredible request in the next line. Grace me so that I become a servant of your servants. Servants of the ones that serve you. For even the ones twice removed, thrice removed, who are serving you, even they are blessed. Even they have the fragrance now. Just like the fragrance of sandalwood spreads through the entire wood. Similar, the ones who serve you carry that fragrance of Nam. And I want to serve them. And you feel the humility here. 
how that thinking I don't even need to be close to you. I'm just happy to serve the ones who carry your fragrance. I just want to be in their company because in their company, my consciousness will be uplifted. My desire to attain this fragrance will be there. This is the power of Nam. And then Guru says, but we are blind because we do not possess the eyes of love and devotion. To love, to devote, it's a very, very high stage. And therefore, we don't have that wisdom. We are in darkness. We do not even know how to walk this path. But unless there is love in your heart, unless there is devotion, how do you even know how to walk? So then there's a plea. Grant us. Us, the blind ones. You know, your hem, which is your palla, your, the, the many things, your, um, your scarf. It can also mean your lap. It means many things. So that by holding on to it, we can walk this path. It will unite us. How do we even get to that stage to walk that path? Because first we have to accept within ourselves. We have to acknowledge that we are blind. We don't have the knowledge. We don't know how to love. We don't have the devotion. And that's one of the hardest things to do, to accept all that. And harder still to fall and fall before Guru and to admit you have no wisdom, you have no strength, and I need you to walk. For those who are mind-centered, self-centered, the Shabbat revealed that for you to become Guru-centered, you need to accept you are in darkness and the path from the darkness to light is only through Guru. The ones who are, you know, this line here of those serving at the feet base of goodness Guru become master's own. This becoming master's own is a, should I say it, is a a feeling, is a journey, is something which seekers seek. They're looking for an anchor, they're looking, and I know because I too had that feeling, for I wandered for many years, looking, searching, yearning, and going from place to place. And at last, when I did come, and when Guru Christ and when I found Guru, that feeling of being, having a Guru, is just amazing. It is more than amazing. It is more than beautiful. It is amazingly beautiful. It is uplifting. It is all of a sudden you've come home. And there is a... Not a worry, but it is something that is lifted. And this idea of the death, which is talked about, that lifetime pain and the 
deaths are removed many lifetimes. How do you change that? It is when love enters you. Because Nam is love. It is when love enters you. Painless. And the debt is removed because in love there is no debt. You love from a place of pure love. It just flows. There is no giving. There is no taking. There's nothing. Everything gets removed because you are in that space of love. And love doesn't take things into account. You know, everything in Barney, in, in a subsect way, in a small way, one experiences it in your day-to-day relationships. And in your day-to-day relationships, is that love that you feel for your significant other flows from the place that you're not doing something for that individual. It is flowing from the place of just just doing it. There is no debt. There's nothing he owes you or you owe him. Think about it in that way. It is when love enters you. And here is Guru saying, when the gift of Nam enters you, everything within you gets removed. And love enters your life. Pain, the separation, everything gets removed. When I look at Shabbat, it is, I look at it at one level and then I look at it at what it means to me in my daily practice, in my dealings, in my surroundings, how do I how do I practice this? And for me this one was very um, you know, this debt because I often say, you know, I'm in your debt because I feel you have done so much for me. There is no debt in love. And this is something which the Shabbat Revealed to me, in love there is no death. It's a flow. So don't think about it like that. Be debt free. It's a beautiful way of looking at love. It's a beautiful way of living your life. It's in that flow, in that grace, in that energy. Being in Nam, being with Nam. It is not to say that you don't see the thorns or you don't feel the thorns. Of course, you see them. You even feel them. But your mind, your consciousness is at the stage you recognize, acknowledge, but you're also thinking of the rose. And that is what Nam does. It changes our thinking. What are we looking at? How are we looking at things? And this is being self-centered, how we look at things, and being guru-centered. And that is where guru takes you from being mind-centered, always thinking about that, to lifting you up and looking at you being guru-centered. That is really my commentary, explanation, thoughts, feelings on uh, this week's Shabbat.
the Shabbat this week in Darbarsa, this was the hukam that came twice. Twice this week, this was the hukam that flowed from Darbarsa. And every time I looked at that, two mornings I was, this is the this is the Shabbat I am working This is the Shabbat that is working with me. And Guru, you're telling me over and over again, twice you have told me, because my practice is that the Shabbat of the Hukam of the day is my communication with Guru. This is what Guru is telling me I need to focus on this day. And twice this week, you know I'm working on the Shabbat, yet twice you have told me this is what you need to be looking at. So for me, the Shabbat took, you know, a lot. Like, what am I missing? What am I not seeing? Am I feeling Guru's hand on my forehead? Is the Nam within me? This is what I have to recite. This is what I have to remember. I have to remember Nam is the source of all wealth. I don't have to look anywhere else. This is my message. For me, Guru is saying, don't look anywhere else. Just stay focused. And take the pala of the Guru. Because only then you can walk. And then the humility. Think not yourself as high and mighty. Because the ones who have been, who are the servant of the servants of the servant, who have been graced with now, Serve them. That's what I have to do. That is what I've received from this week's Shabbat. Thank you for sharing this with us. I just want to say, for me, it it's actually a reminder. Saying um, when uh, I'm reading it and listening to you, it reminds me a couple of things. Of uh, first of all, are you practicing Nam? Are you, uh, do you know it, but are you not practicing it? So it's kind of reminding me, like, make sure you're practicing Nam too. And then also when uh, you read to be the votary of the votary of your votaries, uh, what Sangat am I in? You know, and I don't mean Sangat just in Gurdwara. I mean, my friends, my family, you know, negative people, positive people. What Sangat are you in? That's allowing you to practice Nam too. Uh, so it just kind of like reinforced that idea, but then it's also reminding me to make sure that uh, I, I practice, I read, I study. Um, so uh, that's what I got. Um, but I really appreciate you sharing the transcreation with us. Thank you. It's, you know, it's, um, this has been quite a journey and the journey continues. And I am growing in this process as well. So while I can say that, it, you know, it would be wonderful to say that I'm doing this for the Sangat, really, truly, it is I'm doing this for myself. Because every time I work on this or Shabbat works on me, I am learning. So it's a process of learning together, sharing together, growing together. Isn't that what Start Sangat is all about? It is to be where you can learn or hear 
what Guru is saying, the truth, and to be in the company of that. But there's also, you know, we talk about satsanga. This week probably it was for me, satsanga it was for me. For me it was when my mind, my my mind, my ears, my eyes, ears, tongue, hands, everything, my entire being is immersed in now. And what flows from that, what I speak, what I hear, what I see, that is my Sangha. So today, this week, there was a shift is what is your Sangha? How are you practicing it internally? And I wanted to share that idea. I'm not quite sure why. Is we're looking for Sangat outside, but the Sangat that we really need to focus on and keep in mind is the Sangat within us. Our senses, our organs, are they serving? Is, is that the right thing, what they're doing? Are they aligned with the truth? Are they aligned with what, what Nam is? And are they in that company? For the tongue can say hurtful things and can the tongue can say uplifting things. The eyes can see the beauty and the eyes can see the evil. The ears can hear the divine sound or the ears can listen to gossip. What are you doing? What are you doing? For me, that was part of this week as well. So I was working with the shepherd and another one is like, Satsanga, there's a lot more than just company of people. It's company of yourself because everything happens within oneself first. And until one is not in tune with yourself and Nam is not within you, how can you even serve? How can love even flow? Nothing can happen if you are not in tune. So are you in tune? I never thought of it like that. Wow. Well, this is, you know, when you are, I don't even, I don't even want to know, say immersed. It's just when you keep thinking about each word and this is practice. This is, this is what you call the chiseling. This is when you take every word and you analyze every word and you go to the root of the word. And then you look at the Shabbat and say, what does the Shabbat mean to me? What are the one, two, three things that is jumping out at me? What am I needing to focus on? And then how do I go about doing it? That is how it becomes a part of you. You can keep reciting it and be, and it's wonderful to recite it. Reciting is first step. And then thinking about each word and analyzing each word and finding it out for yourself because then that's the struggle. That's the effort. That's the struggle you're putting into it. And then the reflection, the contemplation, as you're thinking about it. How is it going to affect your life? What is it? You're relating to it. Why are these things jumping out at me? What am I 
you know, that's the reflection. And then it is the hardest part, the practice. Am I going to walk? And what I have studied, what I have learned today, even more important than all this is, is this your goal? Do you know your goal in life? Is this what you want? Because if this is to, if your goal is to experience divinity or to experience something, the vastness which Guru is revealing so graciously, then all this can take place. So that is my thoughts on today's Shabbat. Well, thank you once again for sharing the transcreation with us. Just want to remind everybody, if you want to look at this Shabbat, uh, please log on to sikri.org, click on the Experience tab. You can uh, read the Shabbat. You can also hear the Shabbat in the rock. It's supposed to be sung in. Um, and uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, Inikar, thank you for being with us again this week. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Guru Fateh to you and your listeners.